Welcome to Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we talk about what's outraging the internet, and then let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. I'm Officer Kevin, and with me is Officer Grant. Hey. We had some guests on last couple episodes, just the two boys today, Uh, but first off I want to give a quick thank you to Robbie and Doug. Grant, can we do a 21-gun salute, please? Take it away. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna... Is that... 15? Keep going. Is that 21? It's 21 gun salute. That felt kind of weird. Uh, don't they usually do that when people die? I don't think that's like a, a <laughs> saluting somebody. Uh, they I died think, uh, They died in action. Um, we should have them back on. That, the, those two episodes turned out a lot better than I thought that they would have. Not I, that I, I <laughs> thought that they were going to turn out bad. but I, I, unlike Grant, had very high expectations and was afraid that they wouldn't meet them. I but have they low expectations expectations for the entirety of my life and yeah. then things no, kind of turn out well and i'm like oh that's yeah that's nice um so your glass uh half something yeah I, and we've talked about this before i use plastic confusing. cups um solo cup yeah uh i got some real quick show news i guess before we get to uh the sentences and then the bigger picture um so, if you're listening to us, uh, you can now listen to us on your Alexa. Ooh. If you have an Alexa. I don't have an Alexa. Do you have an Alexa? Nah, I don't. You can yell at your Alexa. You can be like, Alexa! Play me Thought Cops! And Does Alexa, Alexa talk will... like Siri? Uh, Does she know. talk? I Yeah, they do. They, okay. they talk back I'm sorry, you. they. What the fuck am I gendering this piece of fine ass electronic yeah so uh by all means if you have an alexa you can listen to us there okay uh i guess we should get into sentences now um oh yeah real quick though we did we did uncover one mystery this week we found out who the korean fan base is was uh a shout out to josh uh he is teaching live in korea yeah he's teaching overseas oh yeah so he is the one in Korea listening to Thought Cops. Uh, Josh, feel free to share this podcast with all of your English students. It's a great way to introduce them, not only to the English language, but also to American culture. And Actually, on second thought, don't. We'll have a very negative experience with what uh, America's all about. You might just get sent to North Korea if you ain't careful. Ugh. Uh, yeah, so, uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, uh, at the beginning of every episode, we follow up with the previous episode by sentencing last, last week's perpetrators to a cruel and unusual punishment. And if you haven't listened before, fuck you, and welcome. <laughs> In that order. Um, do you want to start the first one? Sure. For the crime of attempting to expose the psychic vampires pulling the strings in our VR simulation existence, Alex Jones is hereby sentenced to existing within a new simulation theory, where you have to do everything with a fucking Xbox Connect. 
for the crime of for the crime of having a poor audio to video connection and shit talking deaf people, uh, Chris Pratt is hereby sentenced to losing one of his five sentences. Five sentences. Five, 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 he can't talk. Five senses uh, could be the sense of speech, uh, but it might as well be hearing because that's the most thematically appropriate. Because uh, they, they can't hear shit. For the crime of murder in the first degree, Matt Fury, creator and killer of Pepe the Frog, is hereby sentenced to a life in prison. Murderer! Um, I like that for the crime of uh the uh the gavel. Yeah, uh, uh, we got we got a couple we got a couple sounds on the soundboard. We got a little bit of a soundboard. Uh, here's here's a gavel. Uh, this is a gun. You might have heard twenty one of those earlier. And this is uh this is uh you know. So you got you got all of those. Scary. Yeah. Uh, for the crime of writing an article saying uh. That calling your pet your baby is offensive to moms. Uh, the website Pop Sugar is hereby sentenced to having all of their moms deleted. Pop Sugar, what a what a crazy name for a website. Did you see? Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I saw people sharing it. Um, there was this article by the Federalist that was literally titled uh, "Having pets instead of." kids um should be considered a psychiatric disorder so sorry for moms and and for dads i don't really hear a lot of men referring to themselves as fur dads do you no not that there's anything wrong with that i I just don't hear it very often i didn't really even hear people calling their uh themselves fur moms i've never heard that i've never heard fur babies before it's people being coy on social media it's disgusting. For the crime of saying bad words on premium cable, Bill Maher is sentenced to a strip search by the FCC. And a cavity search. Um, for the crime of being the queen of microaggressions, uh, YouTube CEO Susan is hereby Whoa, sentenced gee. to... Macroaggressions more severe, uh, which would take the form of uh, 30 second YouTube ads that you cannot skip after five seconds. <laughs> and who doesn't hate those ads? For the crime of not including anyone of the Asian descent in a movie, the cast and crew of Orient Express are sentenced to one of them being murdered. And they all have to figure out who did it. It's a classic who did it. Who done it? Who, who did do it? Who did it? Who killed the guy? Uh, for or the, girl. For the crime of being the 53rd celebrity to say that they are running for presidential office, uh, The Rock is hereby sentenced to uh, become the next president, which seems like a really hard and stressful job. Sorry, man. Rumor has it Donald Trump isn't really enjoying it, so I thought that was appropriate to uh, give the man what he wants. Um, it's like those uh, stories about genies and stuff, where you wish for you wish for something, and uh, you might not like what you get. Yep. Um, Thank and- you for your support on that one. <laughs> uh, speaking of Donald Trump. Um, and we we try not to fucking talk about him, you know, because what what else, what 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 does anybody hope to expect from like listening to us talk about Donald Trump? You know, who isn't doing it? We want to create some sort of some sort of a space, a, a safe space, perhaps, if you will, if you will, uh, where you don't have to fucking you know listen listen to him, uh, li- listen to listen to us talking, giving more stupid viewpoints about things that. Yeah, go to CNN. You know, go to CNN. Watch, um, watch the Daily Show. Yeah. <laughs> Get your news from that. Get your news from John Oliver. Um, but since since uh, since we brought him up, uh, President Donald Trump allegedly uh, asked James Comey to help him jail journalists. Um, and there's only two things I really have to say about that. Uh, 
one, do bloggers count as journalists? And two, what can the Thought Cops do to help jail all these journalists? That's a tough one. I believe a journalist is uh, defined by their publication. Um, I don't think WordPress counts, unfortunately. Yeah, but don't you want bloggers to uh, count as journalists so that we can arrest all of them, toss them in jail? We could still do that. Huh. I mean, we, well, we, could, we could sentence them to yeah, thought jail, which is a hell of a lot worse than real jail. If he doesn't uh, take the initiative, then by all means, we're going after him. Um, and once again, since we were talking about it, uh, we might as well get to a new segment, uh, Trump Tweets. You may have heard this last episode. Uh, we're sort of kicking it off once again. Um, got a ton of great feedback last time. Did you get any feedback? No. Uh. Uh, So, yeah, this is our segment, Trump Tweets. Trump Tweets. Donald Trump took to the app Twitter this week to talk about uh, Jack Comey. Um, he lost his job and a lot of people have a lot to say about it. Everybody's replying to the president and they want to know who's going to get him back. Donald Trump, real Donald Trump at real Donald Trump. Classic. Okay. Uh, I guess we can get to, uh, the actual uh, stories here. Um, so, uh, Tim Allen's uh, newest sitcom, Last Man Standing. Have you heard this? Have you seen this? I've seen, seen it. It looks, <laughs> it looks really, really bad. Um, sort of a, just like a fossil brought to life. It's, uh, as I've said before, it's uh, they should have just called it Home Improvement 2 Electric Boogaloo. What a kicked ass. But it's too late now. It's gone. Uh, those uh, snowflakes. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to fill in the blank. Flat, flat on its face. <laughs> That's why people listen. So um, conservatives and the alt-righties, they're mad. Uh, they're saying that the whole thing, the whole gig was canceled because it was the only show on TV that didn't spew liberal beliefs and obviously had nothing to do with hack writing and tired premises. So you said you watched this, right? Uh, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. it. Like I haven't like, to be fair, to be frank, I have not sat down and watched an entire season disc to disc of the show i have seen it on at the gym and uh you know sometimes i'll watch it uh catches my eye and i see tim on the screen <laughs> he doesn't do that that's ah, a fucked up fuck. thing why would you watch it then i think he's trying to distance himself and do something <laughs> he's trying to do something brave you know something new crazy uh so he uh show looks like shit um it's- oh but i was gonna ask uh well, so you you saw a couple. Did it? Was it even a TV show where he like shoved any sort of political opinion in any direction, or was it kind just... of? He would like complain about. I think the... oh, 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 all these gay people getting married, destroying <laughs> the institution of marriage I, for the rest of us. So much has happened since Home Improvement was canceled, and I think we'd all love to hear what Tim's got to say. And uh? I think the the worst part about it is the, the uh, TV show's logo, which is. A bunch of pairs of women's shoes, all like they're toppled over, and there is just a pair of work boots standing tall with the title oh, "Last he's, Man he's Standing." He's the last man standing. Quite literally, I get it now. Yeah, I think he, you know, he lives he lives in a home with all women. He's got his wife. I think he has two or three daughters. One of them is dating a uh, snowflake type uh, gentleman. <gasps> yeah. Oh, he's gonna go there. They're probably gonna, he's probably gonna not, I'm doing Alex Jones now, this is, 
He's probably gonna knock him, knock her up, and uh, she's probably gonna get an abortion. Uh, that would be so cool, like watching Alex Jones walk on the set of a three-camera sitcom, like it just as a guest star. Like you're just watching Last Man Standing, and like you see the credits at the beginning, like and guest starring Alex Jones he as already, himself. He already has a sitcom. It's called Infowars. That's a good one. No laugh track though. Yeah. So this is kind of. Uh, People people have kind of... It, it's following the story of when he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he said uh, being a conservative in Hollywood is being like uh, like you're in Nazi Germany. In like know? the 30s, yeah. yeah. He thinks he's ahead of the curve or something. And over 50 fucking fans signed a petition to get this show back. 50 fans? Did I say 50? 50,000. 50? Over 50? <laughs> over 53 fans! Signed a petition. Orders of magnitude different. 53. 50,000 plus fans signed a petition to bring this show back. And I am willing to bet that 45,000 of those people haven't seen the show. I think that they only signed a petition on uh, just principle. Because they they feel like it's uh, censoring conservative speech in some way. Yeah. Well, uh, Tim Allen uh, sent out a tweet. He was kind of quiet about it for a while, and then he sent out a tweet saying, uh, Stunned and blindsided by the network I called home for the last six years. Hashtag. Six years that ran for? Yeah, I didn't know that it was on TV until, like, this year. I mean, a lot of shows don't even last six years. I think think he should be happy to have the run he had. I thought it was only on for, like, a season or two. Yeah. I think pe- people were also angry because it was like the second highest rated comedy on ABC, which like next to does, like Modern Family or something. I don't know what's on ABC. That's the only one I, I don't know. watch network television. Yeah, I well, I won't say what I watch. Um, not porn, you jackass. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's he's more uh, of a Pornhub guy compared to a. Uh, I was gonna say, compared to Fox. I was gonna say you know I go to the. Uh, to the uh, Bay of Pirates and uh, find content there. Well, they can do so much more on RedTube that they can't do on ABC. <laughs> it's just crazy, <laughs> full, man. Full-on penetration. Yeah, you can't do that on ABC or CBS. So, um, yeah, it's kind of sad. Um, poor guy. Yeah, I found I found this... Uh, That's the guy. That's, That's the snowflake guy. Oh, this guy right here? Yeah. He, yeah... Tim's what, gi- Tim's giving him a look like you are cuckoo. He looks like a Berkeley student. Yeah, Tim's giving him a look that's kind of like oh, oh, oh. The eyes you can really see the sound in his eyes. Yeah, it sounds like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you love it, man. You love it. Who doesn't? Uh, so yeah, this uh, there's this article on Vox, and it's uh. Because it's it's always like easy to just be like, oh, this happened because of this reason, and like I think that could be like somewhat possible. Um, I don't know. I think I think that more so than anything, all of these networks just go towards like, where's the money? You know, mm-hmm. that's always like number one decision when it comes to any of financially backing any project. Is I don't I honestly don't think that they went in that ABC went in and went. Oh, Tim Allen, he's a conservative and he's a TV show. Fire his ass, you know? Like, I just, I have a hard time believing that. Right. I could be wrong. Um, it's all about money, really. Nobody actually yeah. gives a shit about how anybody feels. Uh, but this Vox article, um, which is like, it's an opinion piece, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, it, it says it has like five reasons. One reason it's old. After season five, if a show usually, usually isn't a blockbuster like The Big Bang Theory or The Walking Dead, um, Every additional season becomes harder and harder to right to 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 afford because they they have to start paying the writers more they have to start paying the the uh the actors more the producers more they have to pay everybody more because they're like oh well we're on this TV show and it's been on for 5 seasons so we want more more money and the network might be like no you're not getting any more money I mean they should count their blessings and just be glad that last man standing didn't become you know, like the Simpsons. Last, I would hate to see Last Man Standing in season twenty-nine, just a shell of its <laughs> former self. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Tim Allen's like the, the final episode is like his funeral. 
Yeah, he gets killed off in real life. Um, I guess the age group of people that were watching it was very, very old people. Usually networks try and steer towards the younger crowds so that they can, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. the arc of it can last a little bit longer if they're going to go beyond five seasons. Um, Apparently, ABC doesn't own the series. Um, they, They licensed it from 20th Century Fox, so... Again, like feeding into the uh, the cost, right? It's costing him a lot of money to have this uh, show on the television. Having Tim Allen, aka um, Buzz Lightyear, oh yeah, uh, uh, on this daytime television show. Well, isn't Toy Story four coming out? Yeah, for some reason. Um, yeah, and we all know Buzz Lightyear, the uh, the uh, hit conservative. Uh, <laughs> action figure he probably probably was um or is rather yeah he's kind of a traditionalist uh and also i guess uh abc got the rights to american idol so they're kind of trying to make room for oh wow uh, yeah for i don't want that fucking thing to come back i'm so sick of american idol and all these judgy talent show things where people Mm -hmm. lip sync things i guess people still watch that kind of stuff yeah uh okay well here we get into the uh tricky stuff some people say okay maybe the politics stuff did uh in fact play a part yeah i don't know i i really i don't know i also don't care yeah i don't, I don't care i don't care i'm not gonna watch i'm not gonna watch home improvement to electric boogaloo i just i have no interest in it i think it's just funny that it got canceled that's it hmm it's humorous to me. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Um, did you see this? Uh, did you see this McDonald's commercial? Have you which, seen this? Have you heard this? Which one? I'm gonna run that into the ground. I'm gonna run that Jay Leno straight into the ground like it's a 1940s Dodge Firebird. Going right off the fucking Los Angeles because he's uh, into cars. Yeah. was the joke. Um, so have you seen this uh, McDonald's commercial? I only just saw this today. I don't know Which if you saw it or not. One, it's uh, came under fire. Uh, this McDonald's commercial, and like again, the the tone deafness of uh, you know of these advertising companies. So the, I love the, when this stuff gets the, through. <laughs> I love it. It's like at, at no point did anybody look at this, like look at the after product, and uh, and be like, oh, we like we shouldn't like. During the production of it, we shouldn't make this. Oh, they're nobody, seeing dollar signs. Yeah. You know, nobody did it with Pepsi. Nobody certainly did it with uh, McDonald's. So the the premise was uh, a boy goes into the attic in this commercial. He's like a young Scottish lad. Mm. Uh, goes into the attic and finds like a box of his dead dad's like memorabilia. And then... Uh, He's looking at it. Appealing to the emotions is yeah. a good uh, advertising tool. He's looking at it, and he goes up to his mom, and he's like, Mom, what was Dad like? And they go on a long walk out in the uh, Scottish countryside, and she's like, Oh, your father, he was a brave man, and he did things that us Scots do. He loved his fish and chips, and he drank Scotch whiskey. And, and he fucked sheep. <laughs> those are the three things that... Scottish men do, and those were the things that your father loved to do. And uh, so they're walking and they're having this conversation in a ridiculous fucking accent. Uh, and uh, and you're doing a pretty good job holding it together. Yeah, I will. I will say that much. Yeah, and uh, and then so after this uh, after this long talk that they have, they go they go and sit down in a McDonald's, and he opens up his. Uh, his little cardboard box, you know, with his food in it. Um, and it's a McFish or whatever the fuck. The Mick. What, the, the, the fish thing that's a sandwich that has the yeah. Mick in front of it. Is that is that a McFish? It's the fish item. I don't, I don't know. And, uh, and so he opens it up. And after a long day of talking about uh, the kid's dead dad, uh, the mother goes, uh, and that was your father's favorite, too. <laughs> like it ends. Ouch. 
So uh, Washington Post wrote an article about this. Uh, and who wouldn't? Titled, McDonald's ad accused of exploiting childhood grief to sell sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, there's no getting around that one. Um, but you know what? It probably worked on a few people, and that's going to get a few more uh, hungry mouths in the doors McDonald's. Get a few uh, orphans. Get a few more orphans into McDonald's. It's an untapped market. Orphans age... Uh, nine to 18 yeah so yeah i don't know if there's anything else to say about that it, it was just it, it's it's another it's another pepsi thing you know it's another just tone deaf i don't i don't know what people are thinking when they uh when they sign up for this shit i think we're and really are entering the mad max future where all these advertisements we're going to start seeing a lot more of them and they're going to become crazier and crazier until uh 2019 when we're living in a uh, desert wasteland with nothing but pepsi and mcfish to eat i feel like uh the direction that it's going is uh you're gonna turn on your tv uh you're gonna be watching the last season of last man standing and uh in it's a perfect gonna, world it's gonna cut to commercial and the commercial is going to be uh a guy from ISIS uh, decapitating a journalist, and then, like, at the end, when he, like, raises his head up, um, you know, holding it so that everyone can see the horror in the guy's face, uh, it's going to fade to black, and it's going to be, like, Arby's. <laughs> so that's what it's made of. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. That'd be, like, so. a, a nice tag at the end of the commercial. Arby's. So that sounds like fun. I'm, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. You want to talk about the Bill Cosby one? Let's for a brief moment. Uh, Bill Cosby's back in the news, baby, and he says the people who are accusing him of rape are racists. A lot of layers to this. Uh, this guy's getting this guy's getting a little crazy, a little desperate. Um, could be just a good comedy bit. I don't know, but his daughters. <laughs> They're the ones who are, uh, they're the ones who are saying, yeah, no, he's right. Um, some Twitter users have taken to the website to say, uh, is are rapists considered a race, Mr. Cosby? Nah. Yeah. Thoughts? I don't know. I don't really have any thoughts. I mean, uh, Again, like, I think this kind of starts treading into the territory uh, where we're talking about the Casey Affleck thing, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little bit different because obviously the uh, the idea of him accusing, uh, of saying that people that think that he committed the cr the crimes are racist uh, is in and of itself silly. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I have anything to add to it because I don't know whether or not he did do it, like, I guess I would know if I was on the jury and if I paid attention to uh, the trial itself, but I don't, I don't know whether or not he did the shit. And Well, he's probably watching the news and he sees people using that word and he's like, oh, that'd be smart if I used that. Be smart if the racist. I don't know. That, that, that just about sums it up. Um, in other news... Leave Mr. Cosby alone. Um, Are you going to make a uh, a video where you're uh, like behind a, a bunch of bed sheets, like in the middle of a bed? Leave Mr. Cosby alone! Leave Bill alone! More or less, yeah. See how the weekend turns out. Uh, so, uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, for the... For the last couple of weeks, he's been losing uh, in the ratings to The Late Show. He's depressed. Um, yeah, that that like that never happened uh, when it was like Leno versus Letterman, you know? Yeah. Um, and we've been talking a lot about late night talk shows and such on this show, but that's fine. Uh, they're topical, and that's why we're here. Uh, so yeah, Jimmy. So yeah, he uh he kind of in uh in response to do you remember the the interview we did with Trump? How could I forget? Where he like tousled his hair. Yeah, I sure do. 
Um, and uh, like a bunch of people, including like David Letterman, said, uh, oh, you let him off easy. You threw him a softball. You didn't hold his feet to the fire. Um, and so it's been really effective. I guess that in and of itself, when he did that, people are saying could have affected his ratings. And that's why Stephen Colbert has been winning in the ratings because he's been going after Trump. He's been making comments about, uh, you know, cock holsters and, uh, <laughs> hell yes um comments about cock holsters and he does stupid shit I, I i i fucking hate late night television now i can't i can't even get through this story because i fucking hate all of it i like jimmy kimmel's still funny because he's like to me still a, like a solid comedian you know like he's always had good comedic sensibilities i hate everybody else that's fucking doing it i can't stand it it's a war out there. Ratings war. I can't do the Jimmy Fallon shit. Like, Seth Meyers is funny sometimes, but he tries so hard to be fucking political. And that, that's the thing with the, the Jimmy Fallon thing. So he, he's, um, he said that he regrets his interview and he regrets not addressing the outrage after the interview. And his whole, his whole excuse for like being light on Trump or whatever, I get, he said, uh, his response to it was that uh, he wants his show to just be something that people enjoy before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. So he wants to be funny and he wants to have fun while doing it. Uh, he wants it to be lighthearted and he wants it to kind of be like an escape from politics. And I guess his excuse for kind of just screwing around with Trump was one, uh, nobody really thought that Trump would win, you know? And two, uh, he said he did that not to, not to like humanize him, but to just kind of minimalize him, you know, just, oh, he's just, it's just Donald Trump, whatever, you yeah. know? And so everyone got like so fucking angry about it. And it's just like, yeah, so what? Like, that's not my biggest gripe with the guy. My biggest gripe with the guy is that his fucking, uh, uh, lip sync karaoke is fucking <laughs> awful. I think that's somebody else. Oh my, no, that's him. That one's him. Uh, the other guy does the carpool karaoke. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Lip sync battles. That's what it's called. That sounds terrible. I mean, do do you think that it's that it has anything to do with the politics, or do you think it's that just his show sucks? I blame Jimmy for everything that's happening right now. In what in what regard? Like politics. specifically, the politics. Every every bad politic thing that anybody has, it's all it's all his it's fault. all it's all Jimmy's fault. Uh, no matter what you believe in. And I just, I, I hope he can sleep at night. I just, I think it's so, it's so ridiculous that people were like, oh, this is, uh, this is his obligation is to hold Trump's feet to the fire. He's not a, he's not a pundit. Yeah. He's just a goofball. Yeah. Like not, not for, for whatever reason, um. He's just a guy who loves his Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <sighs> Did he do a thing on the Nintendo Switch? Yeah, they had uh, Shigeru Miyamoto on oh. LM. And he's like, oh my god, oh my god. Anyway. Yeah. But like, there, there's this weird kind of thought virus going around. And that, we're here to stomp it out. <laughs> that, uh, to inoculate it. Um, that like every comedian nowadays, um, and maybe you've like experienced this because you've like, you've put your foot in the door of like the comedy world and i'm just like an outside spectator that's just angry and hates everybody you know mm -hmm. or doesn't hate everybody because i don't have the energy to but there's this weird fucking pervasive idea that all comedians need to be either john fucking oliver or samantha b yeah it, i i'm a little annoyed by that it's really just like it's degraded a lot of comedy in my eyes really it's not yeah. that comedy can't be and can't get political and shouldn't be political. Right, right. But it seems like the idea of trying to create comedy and, like, make people laugh is almost, like, it takes second seat to, I have to make a point. Yeah, I I mean, like, a lot of comedy does often have a point behind it. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. Like, I was just... Uh, I was just like thinking about this today, like entertainment and stuff like that is like sort of an escape and so much of this uh, political 
tornado around us. It's mm. just like everywhere you go to escape. It's like you want to sit down and watch an episode of Last Man Standing, and Tim is, of course, on his soapbox <sighs> talking about uh, snowflakes and stuff. And it's not as though like some comedians shouldn't be commentating on that like i i don't care what people do yeah you know? no but there should be like, people like, yeah. obviously I mean, do what you like, want to do but yeah obviously richard pryor had like a huge effect on like how black people in the comedy world are perceived and like did a lot of good in that respect and yeah or to go back to our previous story um hannibal burris is the one who really brought the bill cosby thing into the limelight yeah so i mean i i see you know there's certainly an effect for that reason, um, I think I think a lot of people are who are starving comedians are seeing that that is working, and they're like, "I gotta do that." Yeah, it's it's in a certain way just kind of like a trend, you know. I it, gotta it's, uh, go viral. It's the hot new trend is to have you know an overbearing political opinion and then to try to make it funny instead of trying to come up with like a funny idea and then like have it mean something you know i think i I, what was it i think maybe tim heidecker said at one point because you know they tim and eric delve delve into the absurdist uh Mm -hmm. category quite a bit and i know he and other comedians have said that it's hard to be that way when so many things are so absurd in reality where it's like how how do you how do you how do you top that yeah. And not to mention, I mean, it. If you do, it just kind of like seems like you're just trying to. Yeah. So people are like, "All right, slow your roll." So well, I liked. Uh, I liked. Did you see uh, Norm Macdonald's stand-up special on yeah, Netflix? I did. Yeah. I don't know. That one really resonated with me. Uh, just based on the fact that he was like, "I don't have opinions on things," and I go to parties and people expect you to have an opinion and. If that comes up, I'll just watch CNN and just say what they say, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's funny. Like, that's, that's like, how I feel nowadays. That's how I feel, because, like, what what does it matter, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yet, here we are <laughs> doing this podcast anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's, you know, it's... Except we're one of the good ones. It's, yeah, better than, uh, better than the O'Reilly Spin Podcast. Yeah. Way better than that. Better than uh, what are some other podcasts we can uh, uh talk be- shit better on? than better than Joe Rogan. Nah, I love that podcast. I I love it sometimes. Well, that's fine if you love he, it, but he has so many episodes. Still say that we can still say we're better than it. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Just be honest. I mean, it's not true, but uh, yeah. Just be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's better. Um. Yeah, what else? What are some other shitty podcasts? Um I don't know. We 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 bring up a lot of other podcasts too often, I think. Yeah, but this isn't um, to this isn't to heighten them, it's to shit on them, you know. What else is out there, man? I'm, I'm trying to think about the ones I I really only listen to like 3. I listen to quite a bit, but I don't want to I don't want to give I don't, don't want to like. give them anything. I'm trying to think of ones that I don't like. Did you listen to uh, season two of Serial? No. Oh, man, don't. It just drags on. Like, the first one was awesome because it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to figure out what happens next. And this one's like, oh, new developments in the Bo Bergdahl case. And it's like, okay, well, you don't really have the plot line to the story. So unnecessary. I don't really feel like keeping listening to it. So I'm not going to. So I don't. You dropped it. Now, this next story is one that comes from my hometown, as well as Robbie's from last episode, uh, Batavia, Illinois. Uh, there's been a story going around the internet, um, somewhat, uh, of a man in my town who uh, was fighting to keep his therapy pig. Uh, the town was trying to take away his pig because of an ordinance that said... you. If you're going to have a pet, it's got to be a cat, it's got to be a dog, it's got to be a bird, maybe a goldfish, but it can't be a pig. A lot of people have pigs as pets, or not a lot, but like a, a lot more than you would think. I think it depends where you live, and uh, Batavia, for whatever reason, um, said no. So, 
this is what was going on. I think that they are concerned about mental health issues and realize that in light of the fact that the pig is helping Mr. Brown with his depression, weighing that against concerns about public health and safety, they're willing to give this a try. So, after a months-long battle, uh, Mr. Brown was allowed to keep his pig. Um, he runs a yoga and mindfulness-focused shop in uh, downtown Batavia called Buddha, Gandhi, and Me. Now, I don't... Do you know where it is? Yeah, I do. Where um, is it? I mean, don't. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm like... Uh, but I guess I shouldn't even mention it. Well... It's it's public knowledge, I guess. Really. I mean, I'm I'm happy for the guy. I just I I for some reason uh, Batavia became sort of like a hippie mecca, and I don't really know why. Hmm. Yeah, everybody's got dreadlocks, and we're letting people fucking let pigs walk around the streets. It's crazy, man. So the city council made changes Monday to Batavia's leash law, such as extending it to cover other animals. To include a provision for picking up after dogs and such. Uh, I think as long as he picks up his pig shit, he's going to be okay. Wait, so was this like whether or not he could have the pig in his own home or was he taking it out for walks? And he takes it for like, walks. He keeps oh. it in his home. It is in his store. Oh. Um, so I, for months, I was seeing this get shared around uh, social media. There's an uh, online petition that got pretty big. And uh, enough people spoke up against it, and they let him keep his pig. So, yeah, yeah. Let's give it up for Mr. Pig. <laughs> for once, a happy story on Thought Cops. Now let's get on to another one that is probably depressing. Um... Breaking developments in the war between the alt-righties and the Antifa babies. Um, DePaul that song, University. I just want to say really quick, that song was fucking stuck in my head for like a month. Dude, it's still stuck in my head. I walk down the street and I go... And I just keep like... And it, it fucking drives me nuts. You didn't get like it. a doo-wop band that formed I around you? I hate it. No, I hate it. You made it. You gave birth to this. It's always it's always the things that that you that you make that stick with you that are the most annoying. I didn't make it and I still hum it in the shower sometimes. <laughs> um so DePaul University uh, invites and then disinvites uh Gavin McInnes. This is a wash rinse repeat. You know what's gonna happen controversial guy or girl gets invited to the college and they say no and they're like uh sorry and then they're like no we're coming well i think i think this one is particularly interesting um and again in, in the war between the alt righties and the antifa um i want both to lose although i kind of just want everyone to lose i want the republicans and the democrats both to lose I want the Avengers and the other one, the Justice League, to to lose in their battle against each other. Anytime there's two of two opposing viewpoints, I just want both of them to lose. So um, he was he was invited to give a speech, um, and. Paul said, "Oh, you're not actually speaking here." Uh, they sent out an e they sent out an email that said, uh, "His public encouragement of violence has no place on the campus." Um, quote: "This is not about the content of Mr. McInnes's speech, um, considering he's like a conservative talk show host, comedian guy. He's kind of like a uh, he's like a reverse Stephen Crowder." Like, Didn't he found or a co-found Vice? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, like if you go back in his history, he was he he was more of a comedian that turned pundit instead of a pundit that turned comedian. You know? Okay. Um. So that like that's that's where I kind of first heard about him, and I watched some of his stuff, and he was like funny, and then he gets a talk show, and he says a bunch of ridiculous things that 
he's he's one of those like Milo characters where he has certain points of view, and if you push him too hard on the points of view, he makes jokes about the points of view, like in order to kind of escape any sort of actual, you know, mm. any sort of actual conversation regarding certain topics, you know. Um, again, like like kind of uh, again to, to to push the Joe Rogan podcast, they both kind of did that when they were on there, both Milo and Gavin. Uh, oh, they were both on there. Yeah, he he just like press like a certain topic, just be like, I don't know about this one topic, and they just like make stupid jokes yeah. where it's like, I don't really want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, it, fu- it fucking sucks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I guess in the in the war between uh between these two groups, uh, DePaul says uh this is not about the content of his speech, but about his public endorsement of violence. And the establishment of a military division of his own group, the Proud Boys. Aye. Yeah. Aye, uh, uh, the reason I think that it's interesting is because um, it's not really like an endorsement of violence. It's kind of an endorsement of self-defense. Because when he's gone to go give speeches at places, um, people will like batter people in the crowds and then pepper spray them in the face mm-hmm. like over just just getting up and talking a lot of times when like especially these conservative people um conservative or alt writer whoever like get up and give these speeches um a lot of times uh they're just talking about freedom of speech in general you know like they're not even up there saying a bunch of hateful things they're just like oh yeah freedom of speech and then people just get so angry that they're they're there and so his his uh whole thing is uh if someone's gonna punch me i'm gonna punch him back so uh says when they go low we go lower yeah so they're they are uh attacking people back and depaul doesn't like that i think i think it's weird that they don't do anything to decry the violence coming from people but they decry the uh violence that happens in return i i don't even know what to say about this anymore yeah. well, we, we've talked about these things happening so often um i don't know just let it happen yeah tame impala what <laughs> nothing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh yeah i don't know if there's anything more to say like i i hate sounding like i'm like defending people whose positions i don't agree with but the idea that you don't agree with them, so you pepper spray a yeah. girl in the face that wears a hat that says "Make Bitcoin Great Again." It's, it's kinda, ironic. It's kind of ridiculous. I don't know if there's anything else to add to that. Oh yeah, there was a. Uh, speaking of uh, these these weird protests that are going on, there was a uh, an event on Facebook called "I Will Shit My Pants at Ben Shapiro." <laughs> Uh, where in order to protest a speech that uh, conservative pundit uh, Ben Shapiro was going to give at, I think, Northeastern University in Evanston, uh, a group of people joined this Facebook event that would go to the speech and collectively shit themselves in order to protest. Oh. Sounds productive. Yeah. Um, what else? Have you seen these rompers for men? No. Oh man, let me let me just pull this up real fast. Computer. Alexa, rompers for men. So this is this is rompers for men. Here's the men. They're all wearing rompers. I think I've seen people wear that in the past. It looks like uh what do you want to say? A prison jumpsuit. A prison jumpsuit. But a flashy one. Meets yuppie lifestyle. Oh my god. So uh yeah, there was a there was a Kickstarter for these things. They're not just for women anymore. Uh a Kickstarter campaign for the romp him, the the not the romp her, the romp the romp him. Okay, okay. The romp him. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about stupid pants like plastic jeans and fake dirt stains, and now men are wearing the uh, the romp him. So people are upset about this, as you could imagine. Why not? Oh. So they look kind of comfortable. You think so? 
I think you had a point there about uh, what is it like something a baby would wear? Yeah. I mean, we're at our most comfortable point as babies. You know, we just have to wear onesies and shit ourselves like we're at the uh, <laughs> Ben Shapiro. Yeah, we're speech. at Ben Shapiro's speech, um, drooling on ourselves. I guess uh, there's a zipper on these, so you don't uh, you don't have to take off the entire thing to go to the bathroom. Okay, so you don't need to shit yourself. Okay, yeah, but you can if you want. I think that it, yeah. it has one of those old timey pajama flaps with the two buttons. Kind of miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I've never seen those in like real life. Uh, never had. I think I had like a zipper. That went all the way down the front, and I had to take off the whole thing when I went to dump. <laughs> it's kind of inconvenient, but, you know, kind of comfortable. Um, so, you're going gonna, gonna to rush out and get one? No. Uh, I might get it uh, when they're on sale at Kohl's or Target, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that... Just about does it. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about, cover. Nope. Nope, that's it? That's it. Nothing else to say. All right. Any closing remarks? Not really. Oh. Okay.